Welcome to Making Connections News. I'm your host, Mimi Pickering. On this show, we're talking about the 2020 census, which is currently underway, and why it's so important to fill out those forms and be counted, particularly for those of us living in eastern Kentucky. After that, we will share presentations from a panel on efforts to advance criminal justice reform by addressing the problems caused by cash bail practices in this state. The panel was recorded at the 2020 Kentucky Center for Economic Policy annual conference. But first, the census. The U.S. Constitution mandates that all people living in the United States and territories be counted every 10 years. The 2020 census began officially in March, but the Census Bureau and many civic organizations in Kentucky have been working together for several years on education and outreach efforts to ensure that all Kentuckians get counted. Rachelle Seeger works for one of those groups involved in outreach efforts, the Foundation for Healthy Kentucky. Rachelle is the Community Health Research Officer. She works with data collection and analysis and also organizes Health for Change, a training series for health advocates that offers webinars on various topics, including the census. I asked Rachel to help us understand the census-taking process and why it is important to our state. Right now we're 2020, so it's the decennial census, so happening every 10 years. That's um, mandated by our United States Constitution, um, and that's where every person in the United States is counted, so that we know how many people are in the, in the United States. Um, so it's constitutionally required for us to complete the census. It is something that we're each supposed to do. And um, again, the important thing is that it brings things back to us in Kentucky, um, political representation. It brings in federal funds for schools and roads and, and, and planning. So it is something that uh, everyone should participate in. Michelle Ellison works for the U.S. Census Bureau's National Partnership Program. She lives in Louisville, and Kentucky is her territory. Here is an excerpt of a recent presentation she made on a Health for Change webinar. She started by asking, why does a census matter, and what is at stake? In the most simplest terms, um, money and power. Those are the two things that are so important, um, two reasons why it's so important that we have a complete and accurate count of our state because representation and funding are on the line. Um, as many of you know, the main reason that the census um, is included in Article One, Section 2 of the Constitution, um, which states that we need to do an accurate count of every single person that lives in the United States every 10 years, um, is for apportionment. The seats in the House of Representatives are apportioned based on our numbers. Kentucky actually had seven seats in the House of Representatives. We lost a seat after the 1990 census, so we do not want to lose any more representation. Um, census data is also used for redistricting, and that's everything from legislative districts to voting districts to school districts are determined based on census data. Um, but probably what people don't realize is just how much funding is tied to census data. The number 
is huge. The official Census Bureau numbers is it's over $675 billion, billion with a B, is allocated to states and local governments every year for the next decade based on our numbers. So quite frankly, if we do not count every single person living in Kentucky, we are just leaving money on the table. And you all know as much as I do, we cannot afford here in Kentucky to leave money on the table. The data collected through the census determines funding for things like school lunches, educational programs, and improvements to roads and bridges. Census data is used to determine federal disaster relief, hospital funding, Medicare, Medicaid, and support for medical clinics like Mountain Comprehensive Health Corporation. It is used for planning and preparation for natural disasters and epidemics such as COVID-19. I caught up with State Representative Angie Hatton as she was driving to Frankfurt for the last days of the General Assembly to ask her why Eastern Kentuckians should complete the census forms. There is so much federal money at stake that depends on populations of areas. Um, And I think it amounts to about $2,000 per person that isn't counted that we'll lose out on if we don't get everyone to... um, in their census and while it's always important this year is even more important because we've had population decline in the last 10 years since the previous census so we are apt to lose a representative in the house of representatives and um, we may also lose a congressional delegation member and cut kentucky's total delegation down to five members instead of six based on population. So the the representation in the legislature is a really big deal because currently um, Louisville, the Jefferson County area, has about 18 state representatives. And we don't have that many in all of eastern Kentucky. Assuming we lose another one and Louisville gains another one, that's even less voice for rural areas in our seat of government. It it, it would be difficult to underestimate how important it is to have a strong voice for Eastern Kentucky um, on issues that the urban legislators will never understand. Um, And if we lose another seat in the legislature, that just ensures that our needs and the issues that affect us will just be further ignored and the funding that we need will be less likely to get. I mean, it is, it it would be devastating if we didn't count every single person that's in Eastern Kentucky. Rachel Seeger says the Census Bureau has provided several options for filling out the survey, which doesn't take long to complete and only has nine questions. In 2020, so the, the United States Census is happening in a different way than it has in past years. Um, This year, people can respond on the internet. So many people, many Kentucky households, households across the United States got cards in the mail with the internet address and a code so they could take it online if they're able to do that. 
Um, there's also other options. So there's options to complete your US Census by telephone. And there's also an opportunity to get a paper census form so you could complete that by mail. Um, and many Kentucky households um, who haven't yet responded to the census may be getting a paper census form in the mail this week. Those have gone out from the US Census Bureau, but you don't have to have that ID number. So what we do, um, the US Census has looked at all of the addresses where people are living, and so that's how they have a starting point, a map of where, where people are in Kentucky. And so um, what, you, what you can do then is call in, even if you don't have that code, and um, complete the census. And by giving your address of where you're living in your household, then they can um, do the calculations on that you would have completed that. Um, the Census Bureau is for the household. So it would be um, you, would, you, if you were doing your census, or I was doing my census, it would be whoever's living in the household on April 1st. So uh, I would want to have all that information. I, let me pull up that a census form here and tell you exactly what's on it. Um, I'd want to have all the information about the age and race and ethnicity of people who are living in the household on April 1st, which is called Census Day. Citizenship is not asked on, on the 2020 census. And also your voting status or what party you're, you're registered to vote is not asked on the 2020 census. So for example, some of the questions are how many people are living in the household? Um, is this a house, apartment, mobile home? What type of home you're living in? Um, your telephone number? Um, and it, it asks for people's names, their sex, their date of birth, um, and their race and ethnicity. Those are the, the central questions that are on your census form. And again, that would be filled out for everyone that's living in the household on April 1st, including those young kids that sometimes are, are left off the census form. Here's Angie Hatton again. But it's very, very easy to do it online. Um, it took me about five minutes. And um, the link is on my social media pages. Uh, it's lots of other places. It's easy to find. Um, and you can do it without having received anything in the mail. And some people are reluctant to fill it out online because they think it's more personal information than it is. But it's, it's not very personal at all. It's not social security number or anything like that. I mean, it doesn't ask you anything about um, your banking information. It doesn't ask you your social security number. It doesn't um, ask anything that could necessarily identify you. It's merely counting the people in your house, and it wants to know what relationship you are to one another. But, I mean, it, it, it won't be the kind of information that anyone could use to defraud you. In the 2010 census, 65% of Kentuckians self-reported. In other words, they filled out the form and turned it in on their own. Others were then reached in person by census workers who went door to door. Now with the stay-at-home orders due to the coronavirus, the Census Bureau is adjusting its timeline and delaying in-person visits, which have been an important way to reach those who are often undercounted. Rachel Seeger says it is more important than ever to self-report. There are some groups in Kentucky and across the nation that are what they're called undercounted. So, for example, um, 
people who are in rural areas, African-Americans sometimes don't, haven't completed the census. And also kids in households, younger kids, um, frequently are not counted when their parent or family member completes the census. So those are different groups that are considered undercounted. And of course, right now with COVID-19 and people staying at home, the U.S. Census Bureau has had to change their operations. So what traditionally happens is in, in prior years, if someone didn't complete a census, a U.S. Census Bureau representative would come to that person's house and, and ask them to complete a census form. Um, all of that's on hold right now. So um, those census workers aren't going out into the communities to um, do that, what, you know, what, what would essentially be knocking on people's doors. They aren't doing that right now. So where we as Kentuckians can use those other options, if it's making a telephone call or um, if you're able to log, log onto the website on the internet, um, those will, that'll be a great starting point because again, those door-to-door -door knocking from the U.S. Census Bureau has been delayed because of um, COVID-19, because of the pandemic. Michelle Ellison with the U.S. Census Bureau reminds us again about what is at stake if we do not count all Kentuckians in the 2020 census. Over $675 billion every year for the next decade will be allocated to state and local governments based on our numbers. $675 billion. That's a huge amount of money and it's really hard for people to sort of wrap their brains around a number that large. So George Washington University is um, actually working on a study right now to try to put a per capita amount on the importance of participating in the census. And for the state of Kentucky, they looked at just the top 16 federally funded programs, just the, the, the largest federally funded programs. And keep in mind that there are over 300 federally funded programs. But they looked at just the top 16. And for our state, came up with a number of $2,021 per person. So think about that for a moment. I bet everybody can think of a family of five in their community, a mom, a dad, three kids, um, that for whatever reason are going to be reluctant to participate in the census in 2020. That's over $10,000 every year for the next decade that won't be coming into our Kentucky communities because that one family chose not to participate. Um, another organization that we've been working with closely is the Kentucky Youth Advocates who are part of the Annie E. Casey Foundation and have helped launch the Count All Kids campaign across the nation. And they looked at just the number of children that were estimated to have been missed in Kentucky um, in the 2010 census at over $12 million every year for the last decade were missed just from not counting all of our kids in the state. So I hope you guys understand the importance of getting an accurate count in this census. And it's why it's so important that we get the message out to everybody in Kentucky that the census is safe, it's easy, and it's important to participate. All of us Kentuckians from Letcher County to 
um, Owensboro to where I live in here in Louisville from east to west and north and south of Kentucky, we count. We, we should be counted on our U.S. Census, and there's easy ways to do it because um, all of us, all of Kentuckians count. That was Rachel Seeger with the Foundation for Healthy Kentucky. You can complete the 2020 census online at my2020census.gov. You can complete the census by phone by calling 844-330-2020. For Spanish, call 844-468-2020. And of course, you can fill out the paper form and return it postpaid in the mail. It is not too late to be counted. You can listen to this and all of our programs online at makingconnectionsnews.org or from wherever you get your podcasts. This is your host, Mimi Pickering. Thank you for listening to WMMT Real People Radio.